Hello again and welcome to another Twin Tentacles podcast. My name's Tim Wright. It's great to have you with us. Today we're going to talk about crowdfunding in Nigeria, and I'm speaking to Susanna Visa-Huskus, who has just produced a report along with the crowdfunding hub in the Netherlands to tell us a lot about what's happening in Nigeria and the emerging market there in Africa particularly. There's a lot of good reports about at the moment, but sometimes there's certain underserved areas that we don't hear enough about. So I thought it was a great opportunity to speak to Susanna down in London and find out a little bit more about her experience of studying the crowdfunding space in Africa. And here's what she said. Good morning, Suzanne. How are you today? Good morning, Tim. I'm fine. Thank you so much. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. I know we, we tried to speak uh, a week or so ago, but your, your voice had disappeared, but it's back now, obviously, which is great to hear. <laughs> It's back. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, it's the London weather, I guess. (laughs) You try Glasgow weather. Right. (laughs) Um, You have uh, researched and uh, produced this report, uh, the crowdfunding potential for Nigeria, the 2017 edition. You did this in conjunction with um, Crowdfunding Hub, I believe. Is that right? Yes. So, uh, as you might know, Crowdfunding Hub is a European expertise uh, centre for alternative and community finance. And in collaboration with them, we published a report uh, in April this year. Uh Uh-huh. And what made Um, you look at Nigeria? What what, what, uh, made you focus on Nigeria? Well, Nigeria is is, uh, one of the fastest growing um, emerging markets in the world. And... um, their infrastructure, their financial infrastructure, they're ahead of uh, other emerging markets also. Yeah. And now crowdfunding is developing quite differently in emerging markets, especially in Africa, than the crowdfunding markets in Europe and the U.S. And we wanted to get an overview of how um, it was developing in Nigeria specifically. Now, I've lived and worked in Nigeria for uh, for two years. Uh, right. So you, you've got some clear connections and awareness of what's going on there. Yes, I managed to, to build a strong network uh, locally mm-hmm. um, with my uh, company, Matchbox Consultancy. Ah, yes. I, um, I worked with a lot of stakeholders, uh, for example, um, crowdfunding platforms, yep. but also some banks. Uh, and some corporates, and uh, I also worked with a lot of business accelerators. Okay, and that is that. That's a strong area in in Nigeria. Is that, are there quite a lot? Well, they're just uh, really, um, you know, starting up in that area. Okay. Um, but the culture of entrepreneurship in Nigeria is is really big. So many and Ni- Nigerians... Nigeria is Africa's biggest economy. Is that right? Yes, it's Africa's biggest economy. Uh, South Africa is second, and they're very close, but uh, Nigeria is the largest economy. Yeah. And Lagos, um, their second capital, it's such a booming, uh, booming city. There are many entrepreneurs. Things are happening really rapidly, and you see more and more business accelerators um, and incubators. And, and uh, is but, access to finance is, a, is an issue for them, as it is in a lot of places? Is that, is that the case in Nigeria as well? Yes. So government and banks, they're not particularly eager to help uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, they don't get any loans. They don't have any programs for them. 
So entrepreneurs mainly depend on uh, alternative finance. And traditionally, uh, people would tend to um, turn to family or friends. Okay. Um, because banks would just not um, give them any loan. So for them, it's, it's, it's extra important that they would find their capital um, elsewhere. Yeah. And so crowdfunding has got the potential to, to form part of that uh, supply then. Yes, crowdfunding could really be a very powerful tool for them because it would enable them to not only entrepreneurs, but also artists, charity workers to tackle their, you know, the traditional boundaries to financing in Nigeria. Yeah. And for them to do bring their products and services to market, it simply provides them uh, with access to capital where they before could not uh, get access to uh, the traditional means. Yeah. So yes, it would it could be a great tool uh, to kickstart organizations. So and, what? Do, um, sorry, Suzanne, I didn't mean to cut across you there. But what what's what's the size of crowdfunding in Nigeria at the moment? Then how many platforms have we got? What what sort of funds are they actually raising? Well, so if you look at you know worldwide, if you see what has been funded in Africa, it's only like zero point five percent of the total market. Yeah. So it's a relatively small piece of the pie. Um, at the moment, yeah. At the moment, yeah. In Nigeria, there's been an, they estimated it to be seven to eight million uh, US dollars mm-hmm. um, funded by crowdfunding. Okay. As over and over, what period of time would that be? Uh, that was in 2015. In two, so that was for the 2015. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and we have seen several platforms um, in Nigeria. We've seen some come and go. <laughs> okay. But um, That's the but same as most places, though. We, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's an increasingly so. common experience. Yeah, and it, it hasn't been a shakeout per se, but it's, it's just that, um, yeah, it's hard to start. Uh, I know by experience it's hard to start a crowdfunding platform. You really have to get into it, and only some survive. But, um, yeah, so... In, and how, how many are operating at the moment? Well, in the beginning of 2017, there were four uh, platforms that were, you know, really up and running. Okay. And uh, mostly are donation-based. Yeah. Yes, I noticed that. It's, it's interesting. Um, the, it, of the four models that we would typically identify, the, you know, the, the donation, the reward, the lending, and, and the equity, they, they are all... Uh, as far as I can see, donation-based ones. Now, we'll probably come on to the issue around the equity crowdfunding in Nigeria because that's a whole different subject as well. But but I'm intrigued by them all being um, donation. No reward platforms. And I suppose we we tend to get used to seeing the reward platforms as the as the big ones. Like if we think about the you know the U.S. experience with the you know, the Indiegogos and Kickstarters and such likes of this world, it tends to be the, the model that, that emerges most rapidly. But it seems that donation is the big one in Nigeria. I wonder why that is. Have you got a, any views on that? Well, Tim, I think it's, it's a really, really interesting question. Um, I do have a view on it. I think the reason why there are so many donation-based platforms, let me let me just look at it from that angle, um, it's because there's just such such a great need of uh, charity work. Because, okay. You know, the government in Nigeria is not 
is not supplying for schools, uh, hospitals. Yeah. Um, there really is a great need. Yeah. On the other hand, there is one platform. It's called Emila, just targeting designers, musicians, and entrepreneurs. So you would think that could have been a reward-based platform. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a big uh, trust issue also. Yeah. So I think people would like to, you know, they like to, the idea of giving to a charity. When I, uh, I, I work really closely with uh, one donation-based platform, which is now uh, on hold. It's called Two Three Four Kids. Okay. And I noticed that a lot of companies and individuals they like they they really used to giving. Um, they give a lot of money in church uh, traditionally. Okay. But I think with reward-based, I'm not sure. It, it's a pity because, as you said, you know, it's, it's, it could be a large part of the crowdfunding environment in Nigeria. And also to kickstart, you know, to kickstart equity. And, um, but I suppose it has to do with trust. Yeah, and that's a, that's a really interesting thing because, I mean, you clearly you've identified there that it's addressing a specific need at the moment, which is, you know, some of these infrastructural pieces and the charitable pieces and NGOs, um, that getting it recognized as addressing that uh, potential entrepreneurship uh, capital requirement will be a, an interesting next step. But on the trust side of things, you and I both know that trust is kind of the key currency when it comes to, to crowdfunding. It is really one of the most important characteristics. And I noticed in the report you you make a, um, an interesting observation about um, how a lot of the uh, general e-commerce functions there in that they, there is an apparent distrust of online payment. So a lot of the e-commerce works on a, on a cash-on-delivery model, I, th I think. Is, is that right? Am I understanding that correctly? Yes, that's correct. So, so you have a few large uh, e-commerce players um, that have been doing really well in Nigeria, uh, Jumia and Kunga, but people don't always trust their groceries or online um, uh, payments to, you know, to really get where they should get. So, so cash is king in Nigeria still, yeah. and um, people people just prefer. Um, uh, actually, you know, when we get there, I would also prefer just paying uh, on delivery. Yeah. Because uh, you wouldn't always know that. <laughs> um, you would get the right thing. I once ordered a um, flag for uh, the English flag. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, um, and uh, um, I got the American one, and um, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that happens a lot. <laughs> do you think they? Do you think they were just being ironic, or do you think it's genuine? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe the joke was on me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that, that's an interesting thing because I know we've done a lot of work in, in Italy in the past and looking at the Italian uh, crowdfunding reports there. And um, th there is, in a lot of the kind of national comparisons that are made, there is a, often a strong correlation between economies that are, have um, very robust and, and strong levels of uh, online transactions, be it, you know, bank finance or be it, you know, purchasing an e-commerce, where, where a society has high levels of that, it seems that the crowdfunding embeds itself much more rapidly because there is confidence to make those those things happen. So in an environment where that is a little bit distrusted, that's quite a hurdle to get over, I think, isn't it? 
Yes, it is a hurdle. On the other hand, um, the banking system in Nigeria, they're really moving ahead um, with their mobile banking apps. So when we live there, it will be much easier for me to do online banking on my iPhone than it it was before uh, in the Netherlands. Okay. So so there's, you know, because people don't uh, own any laptops, you can imagine that... um, you know, people do everything on their iPhone. Um, they don't. Ha- they don't need to use any computers anymore. Yeah. Um, so they That's just also do their banking on their on their on their mobile phones. It's a little bit like the the um, the leap that that the the developing world has done in in telephony generally. You know that they, they've kind of not not needed to put in place the the landlines which we got so used to. They kind of jumped that that point, and so maybe you know that 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 jump to online banking done via your your smartphone may be a tremendous opportunity for, for Nigeria then to, to, to adopt crowdfunding more um, more readily. It is. And, and uh, at the moment, it, you know, um, the smartphone is really also mostly used for social networking. Yeah. Um, Nigeria has an extremely young population. Yeah. So if you can imagine, 60% is younger than 25 years old. Wow. Um, which, which, which is the reason why, why a city like Lagos, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it gives you so much, uh, energy to be there. People are young, ambitious. Yeah. Um, if the, if their business doesn't work out, you know, the next day they'll start a new one. Um, they're very eager. Um, I've really, I've seen entrepreneurs in the poorest areas of Nigeria, you know, have amazing businesses. Yeah. So it's really, it's really, um, quite extraordinary. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that there's a really big opportunity in this uh, in these mobile banking apps, and um, and that will really enable crowdfunding also. I imagine then that if you're if you're running a crowdfunding platform in uh, Nigeria, you need to have it fully optimized for for mobiles. It has to have, and and if it had an app as well, that that would probably be a very positive thing. Yeah, I think I think an app would be would be absolutely um, uh, the best, you know, to work with. However, um, Nigerians are still relying very heavily on, um, you know, the, they're not building the web website there themselves. Okay, so, so they're really there's... depending on IT guys from from the US. Okay, and there's a big currency issue um, with the naira and the US dollar. Yeah. So, so I think um, it would be great if you know you have some really great um, fintech companies and um, also fintech incubators if they would be able to do it themselves. Yeah. So they build um, that kind of ecosystem to support their specific local needs. Exactly, and and I think that that would be a great solution to that problem. Now there is an African crowdfunding association, I believe. Where where is that based? Um, it's mainly based in South Africa. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I think they started about two years ago. There's mainly South African based crowdfunding platforms involved. Okay. So, um, but I, it's a great thing that they are um, organizing themselves and also reaching out to to you know all countries in uh, in Africa yeah 
There are also people looking to enter, enter the crowdfunding market in Rwanda, uh, Burundi, um, Kenya. I think there's stuff uh, happening in Kenya, isn't there, I think? Yes, Kenya is, is I think, uh, South Africa will be the largest crowdfunding yeah. country in Africa at this point, but I think uh, Kenya will, is definitely second. Yeah, and I did. I, I mean, I know this is this is not the subject of the of the report, but I I have seen some interesting things happening in North Africa as well, in in Morocco and and Tunisia. So it's it seems there's a there's real potential there um, to, to, for it to to make an impact. Where do you think it would make its? Well, what are the biggest opportunities? Do you think for it? And well, and specifically in Nigeria. In Nigeria, um, well, I think. The biggest opportunities, uh, as mentioned before, I think li lies in these um, mobile banking apps. Yeah. Um, and and then in the future, I think equity crowdfunding would, you know. Yeah. Which which segues us nicely onto where they are at the moment. It, at the moment, uh, that this is a but there was an equity platform, I believe. But um, tell us what's going on in the the equity space there. It's a it's a slightly tortured story, I think. <laughs> yes, it is. So what's happening now is that, um, as you may know, you know, Nigeria um, it really suffers from a great uh, political instability. So it has always been difficult for entrepreneurs mm -hmm. uh, to anticipate whether um, regulation will change. Oh, okay. Not to mention corruption and, and taxes. And it, it's really, it's a very challenging environment. But uh, in August last year, there's, uh, there's this commission called the SEC. They're the Securities and Exchange Commission of Nigeria. Okay. And they announced that uh, crowdfund uh, equity crowdfunding is, is banned in Nigeria. Okay. And it's still banned uh, today. What, what do you um, think prompted that? Why, why ban it? Well, the thing is, uh, they don't really know how to handle crowdfunding. So... There's no regulation in place, mm -hmm. and so I think they they really think that uh, crowdfunding can't be uh, effective uh, in yeah. Nigeria because you know because of lack of rules. Yeah, and they say that they are looking for ways to go about it. Yeah, um, yeah, because obviously there's a lot of companies that that will enjoy the benefits. Absolutely, because I mean there is a there is an established. Um, uh, equity and, and you know, stock exchanges and trading and, and all of those types of, of normal financial activities. It's just that they they're, they're not permitting it to take place in a, in a crowdfunding context. So it's a it's a curious one. Exactly, and um, you know they they've announced that they're looking at the crowdfunding rules in the U.S. and um, in Canada. Probably not the best set of rules to to to, yeah. <laughs> to, to look at, but now that we'll leave that for another day. <laughs> yes, um, but but honestly, uh, Tim, I, I don't see any movement so far. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah, it's quite worrying because um, because they're really really holding it back, and it's such a shame because because they should encourage use of donation and reward based crowdfunding. Yeah. And uh, make sure that um, a regulatory framework is in place for equity crowdfunding. So this, so this, this report was a 2017 report. Looking ahead, you're planning to are you planning to do another? And if you do, what what do you think you would expect to see in in, uh, in a, a report that came up in the future? What would you like to see, and what would you expect to see? Well, 
this is a this is a this is going to be an annual report. So um, there will be a, we're already working on a 2018 report. Okay. You know the thing is uh, the goal of the report is really to add to the to the discussion on crowdfunding in Nigeria. Yeah. And we also want to expand uh, the survey and the report to to Ghana and other um, countries in West Africa. Okay. You know, and and the aim is really to involve uh, to advance the field of crowdfunding in Nigeria um, because we we so strongly believe in uh, the potential of the market. That being said, nothing ever uh, you know is the same in Nigeria. Um, so I think. I think it will be very interesting to do another report um, at the beginning of 2018 because things happen, uh, change so rapidly. G give us a prediction then. for, uh, <laughs> And when you publish the next report, I can hold you to your prediction. Give me a prediction. What do you think you'll see um, in the 2000 report? Do you think there might be the emergence of, of rewards? Do you think that there'll be more platforms, less platforms? There will be there will be more platforms. More platforms. But yes, and there will be more platforms also targeting uh, entrepreneurs. Okay. However, right now they're choosing to do so. Um, uh, they're choosing a model, the donation-based model. Yeah. Instead of the equity-based model, so there will definitely be more uh, donation-based um, platforms. Do you know, I mean, you may not know this, but um, do you know if if the um, bulk of the donations are all from within Nigeria or do you know if there's anything crossing border from from outside of Nigeria flowing in? Well, there are not many. Uh, if, if it's a donation-based platform or um, a reward-based platform in um, the local currency, okay. there's, hardly, there's hardly anything coming in. From uh, from abroad. Okay. Um, but there certainly are Nigerians donating to uh, to other platforms in the US and the and Europe. Okay, that's um, a, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? That, that's an interesting um, conundrum where where um, the, you have outflows as well as inflows. Yeah. Again, it's hard to. There's there's strong regulations also for yeah. credit card payments. Yeah. Yeah, so there are some, definitely some challenges uh, ahead. Yeah. However, Nigerians, you know, as I said, they're extremely optimistic and uh, entrepreneurial. So I think in the 2018 report, we'll be, we'll be surprised with, you know, what new platforms um, there will be and also what creative ways they, uh, they're using to, to, to do crowdfunding. But, but um, uh, I totally agree. Regulation is really, is really key at this point. Yeah. Well, that's that's really interesting. I shall sort of look forward to that that report. Um, tell me a little bit actually about the the Matchbox Consultancy. Tell tell us a, a bit about what it is that you do in that. Well, what we do is we mainly provide um, advice in uh, impact investing and alternative finance. Okay. Um, including crowdfunding, of course. Of course. Yeah. Most of our clients are interested in um, uh, in entrepreneurs in Africa, mainly West Africa. Okay. But sometimes they want to support um, uh, the SME sector as a whole uh, in Nigeria or Ghana, uh, specific countries. So I really work with all kinds of uh, all 
kinds of clients. They can be corporates or NGOs. And so if somebody wants to find out more about Matchbox Consultancy, where do they go? They will go to matchboxconsultancy.com. Fantastic. And tell me, this, uh, this report, which I highly recommend, it's a great read, really interesting, um, fascinating to see how things are emerging in Nigeria. And um, I would like to see more of these types of things coming up because they are tremendously insightful. But um, where can we go if anybody wants to, to get this uh, report? It's freely available, I believe, it's a, as, a, as an e-document, e PDF document. Where, where would we go to get it, Suzanne? Well, you can download a free copy of this report on the Crowdfunding Hub website. Okay. So that's crowdfundinghub.eu. Brilliant. Run by our mutual friend, Mr. Ronald Cleveland. Yes. Uh, yeah, they've been great. Uh, I really, the Crowdfunding Hub is, is an excellent organization. It is. It's a terrific organization. done some great work, and I, I'm, I'm happy to have worked with them myself, a great, great group of people. Suzanne, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thanks for giving us that insight onto your report and to, to Nigeria. Um, wish you well with your future work, and I look forward to the to the next report coming out. Will you come back and tell us about that one? Oh, if you have me, I'll definitely uh, definitely will. Consider that an invite. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Tim. Great to speak to you. Thank you. Have a lovely day. So thanks to Susanna for taking the time to speak to us and tell us more about that report. If you want to get hold of a copy, go to the Crowdfunding Hub uh, website. If you want to find out more about uh, Susanna's work, check out her website on Matchbox Consultancy. Always worth a look. And if you want to find out more about Twin Tangibles, go to twintangibles.co.uk, where you'll find lots of information about how to thrive in the crowd economy. This piece of music is Beach Bum by Kevin MacLeod of Incomptech.com. It's licensed under Creative Commons through Attribution. This has been a Twin Tangibles production. My name's Tim Wright. Thanks very much for checking in. See you again sometime. Bye.